In a world of bus schedules and business calls, sidestep into a realm of Koigyu casting in Klingons. Okay, people, get your geek on. Hi everyone, it's December 12th, 2014, and you're listening to episode 98 of Knit One Geek 2. I'm Karen. I'm Maggie. And today we are coming to you from inside the blanket fort. I've got the booze and the gummy bears. I'm not coming out. And the chocolate ice cream. I am never coming out between Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and assignments and at the end of the semester. Work. And work. And outside work. And freelance for you. Yeah. We are never coming out of the blanket fort. Never, ever, 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 ever. I, I kind of really do want to build a blanket fort, find the deepest little cubby in it, and just barricade myself with pillows and plushies. Next time my mom goes away, we, we totally need to build a blanket fort and podcast from <laughs> inside the blanket fort. That, that we will do. Fill it with pillows. I will grab every pillow in the house. I'll bring pillows. And blankets. And plushies and sock monkeys. This sounds like an excellent plan. Yes, this does. Yep. Especially if there's booze. <laughs> oh, yes, there will be booze. <laughs> hey, I'm planning to get booze sometime soon so I can make sonic screwdrivers, so there will be nerdy drinks. Welcome to Fort N- Nerd Castle. This sounds like an excellent idea for New Year's Eve, actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, sorry, guys, but... Because um, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's halfway through December. Yeah. That that just sort of happened. Yeah. Well, between, like I said, assignments yeah. and freelance and work Inclement, and you having one car. One car, inclement <laughs> weather, yeah. schedules conflicting, yikes around Yeah. It's, it's been a couple months. I, I'm at the point that my semester finished as of last Sunday when I had to get my last assignment in. And, and every night since then, it's been sort of like my brain has been like, Twitch. Twitch. I should be working on something. Yeah. I should be working on something. Why am I not working on something? Am I sure there's nothing I need to do? <laughs> am I sure? Are there, really, there's nothing I need to do? Yeah. It's been fun. I have nightmares like Except that. Except not. Oh, yeah. I have nightmares all the goddamn time about that. Well, do you want to go all the way back to Sheep to Shawl? Yes. Because we need to talk about Sheep to Shawl. Woo! For anybody who wasn't following us on Twitter and seeing us squeal. So, yes. We competed in the Royal Winter Fair Sheep to Shawl competition. And if you haven't heard, our team name, Agents of Sheep. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you get ten points if you figure out where we got that idea from. Yeah. And each of us, we even had shirts. Yep, printed up. With a logo designed by Maggie. Logo was designed by Marvel. I adapted it. Adapted by Maggie. um, So that it's no longer an eagle. More of a sheep. Yeah. And names on the back of our shirts. Yes, we all got agent names. There was Agent Twisp, Twist, Agent Warp, Agent Woolson, Agent May Reno, Agent Carter, and Agent Shepard. Is that six? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, because there were six of us. Yes. Yeah, five spinners and one weaver. And basically, for those of you who have never heard of a sheep to shawl competition or never competed, um, the rules are going to be probably a little different in each case. But basically what happens is you have your team and you come with the loom warped, which is the up and down threads for those who are not familiar with weaving terminology. And it is your job during the allotted time, which in this case was four hours, to go from raw fleece right off the sheep's back... Still with lanolin and dirt and, and even tiny yep. little bugs in it. Bugs and leaves. <laughs> Dead and bugs. I don't, yeah. And, uh, okay, that's way. Yeah. And you, have, and you have to go from that to woven shawl. Yep. Which means we had to card it, spin it. Ply it. Ply it. Wind it onto bobbins for the weaver. And then weaver wove it. Yep. And we all had, all of the fleeces we were using were sort of a natural cream color. I still have a, a little bit of what was left on my bobbin. Yeah. It's still there so that I can... <laughs> I've got mine. I actually plied what I had left and then washed it. And it's amazing how much dirt comes out of it when you wash it. I believe it. It still smells quite a bit of sheep. At least it did last time I looked at it. Well, heck, the whole place smelled of sheep. Oh, God, yes. It smelled of sheep and wood shavings and dear God, I was plugged up for two days. 
I think I might be allergic to some of that stuff, or either way, it just doesn't go really well with my my system. <laughs> next time, we were I need right, to bring Benadryl. We were right next to the bunnies. I know. And they had kids walking bunnies on leashes. That I was know. Adorable. Oh my god, that was adorable. Yeah, we got there. We had to get there too for like eight. Yeah. Because the competition started at nine. We had four hours, so nine to one. We're like an hour and a half away from Toronto. So I know Michelle picked me up and we left at like 6.15, 6.30 in the morning mm-hmm. so that we could get there and get set up. I got Cheryl and I got Katie and we got Starbucks because there was no go-going without go-go juice. Yeah. And I should mention that's Katie of the Stitch Sisters podcast. Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi, Val. Also known as Agent Twist. Yes. Because she was plying a lot of the time. Yeah. So then at nine, basically we just drew numbers for the fleeces to make it nice and random. And then at the announcement, we were off to the races. And I should mention, like, Michelle, the illustrious Michelle was our weaver. Katie, you, myself, Chris, and Carrie Carrie. were all spinning. The only person who has... The only people in our group who had competed at this sort of thing before were Carrie, who had spun before, mm-hmm. and Michelle, who had spun before in the competition, but had never woven in the mm-hmm. competition. So it was her first time weaving. Everybody else, it was our first time in the competition, Total period. Newbies. And a lot of us, you know, only started spinning like a couple years ago, or, you know, or don't often year. do, yeah, or don't often do a lot of it. So yeah, it was... That was an experience. It was inter- It was really fun. Wow. Yeah. It was fun. We it was had, fun. Yes. You know, we were like, a couple times we were like tossing bobbins back and forth. There was one where I was just spinning and like one went flying over my head. And they're like, Karen didn't even notice. I'm like, I noticed. I'm just keep. I'm still going. <laughs> I'm just going. And we had Agent down for a while. Oh my God. You guys. You guys. My wheel broke. Like, no, seriously, legit, wood split kind of broke. Well, actually, it wasn't wood split, thank God. Okay. What happened was, I was, I think what happened was I was switching a bobbin, and when I pulled the bobbin off, the flyer came off my wheel. The flyer is the bit that sits, the little bit that sits on top of your wheel, which holds the bobbin that winds it on. It's the bit that has the hooks on it. Or the slider, which it's like a carriage, yeah. And it's sort of like a little U-shaped piece, and and it has the thing that goes through the the orifice where the the yarn goes through. So I think when I pulled my bobbin off, the flyer came out, and the flyer fell, and I think it hit one of the arms of the loom on the way down. If not, it definitely hit the floor. Yep, bounce. And what happened was it broke the joint between two pieces of wood. Okay. Because my flyer, it's a U-shape, but it's not a solid piece U. of wood. All right. It's the bottom, and then there's two, this two side pieces are stuck on with tongue and groove joints. Okay. And glued. So what actually happened is it looked like it broke whatever glue was, was holding, holding that tongue together. and groove joint together. Because it was a clean separation. Fortunately, there was we, no had, wood splinter. we had wood glue. Yeah. Thankfully... You had wood glue, <laughs> and I had spotted, I had randomly spotted earlier that Michelle had elastic bands in her bag. So I was like, okay, wood glue, this takes 25 minutes to set, I need something to, it says clamp, but I need something to hold it together. Michelle has elastic bands. Okay, put wood glue on the joint, grab like a handful of elastic bands, put them all on my flyer. Seriously, there were like eight elastic bands on there to try and keep it set like steady and then like for 25 minutes i just carded like wool like crazy so that other people wouldn't have to stop and And card because your carding was so much better than mine (laughs) yeah well i was feeling it the next day and the day after that too my shoulders hurt so much oh my god but yeah so i carded like a mad woman for like 30 25 30 minutes and i was like okay gave my you know flyer a little wiggle to see if it moved wasn't moving i left the elastic bands on for the rest of the day just to make sure popped the flyer back on bob went back on started spinning again (laughs) so yes so we had we had a wheel break in the middle of competition agent down And Carrie had a spare, but it was back in her car. Yeah, that's no good to us. And that would have been like, you know, you have to go avoid the crowd, you know, weave your way through the crowd back to the elevator to get downstairs. 
go downstairs, go back out to the car, grab the wheel, come all the way back. It would it would probably have been about like 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. So almost as long as it took the glue to set. So it was really fun. Mm-hmm. It was like, it's intense when you're doing it. And we had people come up uh, talking to us. On a- yeah, but that was fun. We had, Cheryl was there to be our talker. Like, to talk to people. Mm-hmm. To divert them, because really there wasn't a lot of time for us to stop what we were doing and explain things. Yeah, but I found, like, you and I were sitting next to the, the front sort of display table, and a lot of people were coming over from that side. And I found, like, I could still pretty much talk to people. Yeah. Like, and most of the, I mean, because most of the time they're sort of looking to see what you're doing. So I just wouldn't stop spinning, and I would show them what I was doing. <laughs> And usually, you know, I had to grab another piece of wool or card something or something like that, you know, every couple minutes anyway. So if they wanted to see the process, it's like, well, Here you, go, you know, watch. move it in, incorporate it into right. the spinning we were doing. And if anybody wants to see pictures, by the way, the Royal has put them up on yeah. their website. There's only two pictures. There's actually Facebook. one where you can see my broken my broken flyer with the elastic bands on it. Because in one of the pictures, I'm holding it up, looking at it. But we'll post pictures on the blog, too. Okay. Yep. Of the pictures we took. Especially of our team photo. That was awesome. <laughs> because, and, of course. And, go ahead. Because, of course, with our... With our team inspiration, as soon as we decided what the inspiration was, I'm like, okay, we need to get a photo of us standing in that slight V formation that you see in the cast photos of us looking all badass. And then, (laughs) when I tweeted that, I might have, you know, added the names of a few people that so that they would see it. Like, say... Clark, Clark Gregg, and Ming-Na, and Chloe Bennett. <laughs> and somebody retweeted it. Yes! <laughs> Clark Gregg retweeted the tweet. I had a friend who um, who knew that I was in this doing this competition, and she messaged me. It was the weekend after. Mm-hmm. And she says, are you at the Royal Winter Fair? And I said, no, 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 that was last weekend. You know, it's all done. Oh, well, how did it go? I said, it went really great. I'll send you um, pictures when I get back to my computer because I'm out and about at the mall right now. But one cool thing, we got retweeted by Clark Gregg. And then I was driving, so I couldn't answer my phone. And I just hear it goes, bling, 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 bling. And I get back, and there's this whole one-sided conversation of, Clark Gregg, who's that? Oh my god! Phil Coulson! Oh my god! Phil Coulson! (laughs) (laughs) And, not only did he retweet it, he added something. He added a pun. He added a comment of, not Not bad. bad. (laughs) Thank you, Clark. Oh my god. I like that they support it. Yes. And Ming-Na favorited the tweet, too, so I know she saw it. So I know she saw it. <laughs> High five. Giggle, giggle. High five. But yes, so we should mention too, when you look at the pictures, you will see how we incorporate our inspiration was the phrase out of the darkness and into the light from season one of Agents of Shield. So we chose our warp so that it would be sort of black on the edges, then dark gray, lighter gray sort of natural, then sort of a light yellow, and then a bright yellow in the middle, which also happens to look like the original cast photo from season one. <laughs> and we had a chevron pattern worked into yeah, the... Yeah, which, because they the were rest. actually like staggered, little staggered chevrons, so they didn't just, it didn't just zigzag back and forth, they were little separate yeah. Vs. So when you looked at them, they looked like little planes, like the bus. Flying across the shawl. It was so awesome. Yeah. It was and we fun. finished with like... I think four minutes. Si- I think it was six minutes. Something like that. I think that. we got it handed in with six minutes. Especially because uh, Michelle had to run back and grab like... A I sample. We had to hand in a sample of the the spun wool as well. The last ten minutes were intense. Yeah. Well, and partly that was because like it was that last ten minutes and... Or the last twenty minutes and because we didn't really, really know how long it would take. Because we had to... To wind the the fringe. Yep. And nobody really was really sure how much it would take. And I know Michelle was getting a little... She Shake, was getting a little... Shaky. A little anxious. 
But then it turned out to be okay, because then it was like, all of a sudden, you know, I think someone called out, you know, how much longer do we have? We were almost done winding the fridge, and someone's like, oh, we've got 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, well, okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. And then we... There was a lot like, okay, guys, we're good. We're good. Just keep going. Just, we're good. We're good. Yep. And then we handed <laughs> it in, and I think we all, like, cheered, high-fived. And then fell upon food. <laughs> yes, and fell upon the food. Well, one of the great things about our team, as I was telling Michelle later, was, like, it was really nice. Everybody there was taking it seriously, but nobody was taking it too too seriously. seriously. Yeah. Like, everyone was taking it seriously and trying to, you know, keep up the pace and make sure we had, you know, they were constantly producing. And if, you know, anybody had to go for bathroom breaks or whatever, they were, you know, just went to the bathroom and came back. You know, they didn't dawdle or whatever. You know, and so everybody was, everybody was into it and going pretty well. It felt like we had a really good, you know. A good vibe. Vibe going. Yeah. But nobody was, like, too into it or taking it too seriously where, you know, sometimes you have that one person which is taking things too seriously and sort of, like, snapping at other people or bossy people and all of a sudden all the fun just goes (laughs) sucked right out of it. So yeah. So then we handed it in for judging, went off to get beaver tails and poutine and <laughs> And look at a, and look at whatever things like apple blossoms and chickens and yummy and things and butter sculptures and enormous squash and pumpkins. And a couple booths that had yarn. I didn't buy anything. But and then so they Basically what they did is they announced the results and auctioned the shawls off at the fleece auction later. And apparently they did something different this year where they did like, auctioned like five fle- five fleeces and then a shawl. Five fleeces and then a shawl, which of course meant we had to wait through the yep. most of it to find out how much our shawl sold for. But at least at the beginning they announced the winners. And there were nine teams. They announced the, the placing of everybody. And there were nine teams. And so he's like, okay, so in ninth place... And we're all like, oh my god, it's not us. Yeah. Eighth place. Oh my god, it's still not us. <laughs> Somewhere around that time, we're like, oh, oh, oh. Oh my god. Wow. How far did we get? So finally, we got fifth, fifth place, place out of nine, nine teams. Yep. Which is not bad for a newbie team. Yes. Like, for our first time. For our first time. We don't get to practice together as a team. Yeah, that very much. often. We individually don't really get to do as that much, as much spinning or as you know many other teams would get to, or people on many other teams would get to. So I think we did pretty damn good. For yeah, our first I time. think we did pretty freaking good. It was awesome. Yeah, woo! Yes. Double high five. Yeah, we are totally doing that next year. <laughs> we are getting a drum carter next year. Yeah, next year. We are bringing Michelle's drum carter because ow yeah <laughs> my I, I, know, I know hurt you're so more much. you're more ow than me but I was not used to handing hand <laughs> I never carded anything before mm-hmm. so when I was going well neither did I but and the next thing I knew I was scraping those things across my knuckles and I'm like oh god yeah you know what that's not such a good idea yeah I had so many cuts on my knuckles from rubbing my my knuckles against the teeth of the carter medic just like don't bleed <coughs> into the yarn yeah but yeah that was so much fun and we would highly suggest anybody who's interested in doing this sort of thing totally do it because it is but fun. it takes planning yes it takes planning and a like-minded group of people yes it does you can't do this with people that you can barely tolerate yeah no because you can't like- go into a situation that intense yeah all right so moving right along So, moving into Adventures in Knitting, then. Okay, then. What have you been working on? Well, I have finished the Grimm scarf. Yay! And it is on its way to its recipient. That is the scarf, and there was no real pattern to it. It was, um, I guess you would say, a basket weave. So it's five inches, uh, not five inches, five stitches of knit, five stitches of purl, and you do that for so, so many rows, and then you offset it. And that was pretty much it. It was my brainless knitting for sitting in front of the TV watching the show Grimm. Which is where mm-hmm. the name comes from. The Grim yes. show, The Grim Scarf. By the way, I saw the Krampus episode a couple of days ago. <laughs> Creep E Thank you very much. Never gonna sleep again. <laughs> uh and I know that was from season three. I am still behind. We're still catching up. You know, gotta wait until the boys in bed before we can watch some of these things. Yeah. Anyways. You have a small child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
So there's that. So I was spinning and making yarn out of the fluff that both my brother and my sister-in-law picked out while they had visited during the summer. Mm -hmm. And I had been asking and asking and asking, what do you guys want me to make with this? And nobody was answering. Mm -hmm. I got one answer eventually that my sister-in-law wanted a slouch. So I didn't know if she wanted a lacy one. I didn't know if she wanted a simple one. I'm like, all right, well, simple is better because if she's not the lacy kind. Yeah. That could go really bad. So very simple slouch pattern. But as I'm, as I'm knitting it and going through going, I don't know how to say this or even if I should say this. I'm looking I at I always cut it out later. I'm looking at it going, I can spin so much better than this now. <laughs> this is spinning that I did a while ago, but I don't have any more yellow. I need to use this. <laughs> so I made her a slouch. I made my brother a beanie mm -hmm. out of the blue that he picked out. And just for shits and giggles, just to prove to myself, this is some DK, this is two-ply, of stuff that I spun just for the heck of it. Ooh, that's your hand spun? This is my hand spun. Ooh. And I wanted to see what it would spin up like. Like, when it, this was what, when Michelle, we were, it was the last few days of summer, and yeah. we were spinning in your backyard, and we got on the alternate flyer. Yeah. Just the regular flyer instead of the... Your fast flyer? The fast flyer. Or the woolly, one with the woolly winder. Yeah. And um, I really liked the way it was coming out, so I spun quite a bit. And I wanted to see what it would knit up like. So this is a cowl. You can all string me up later. I can't remember what the name of the cowl is. But it's got a lace... A <laughs> like a feathery lace. Yeah, pattern. a feather or a leaf lace motif. I swear I will find it, find the name of the pattern and put it in. I just can't figure... I... This is the way it's state of my brain for the past three weeks. Yeah. Um, there's only one problem. Yeah. No more yarn. I am about three rows away, and there's, there's two, three feet of yarn. So I need to spin a little bit more. Yeah. Well, it's a decent-sized cowl. Yeah, it's a decent-sized cowl. And it's about, like, not a foot, but maybe, like, eight inches? Ten inches? I think it's ten inches. But I don't think that's too bad for, yeah. for hand-spun. That looks really nice. I actually hadn't realized that was hand spun. And it might get softer once I put it, once I give it a small soak and block. Yeah, give it a soak. I have read things where actually people said if you soak something in, with um, water with some vinegar in it, mm -hmm. that can soften it. Maybe if you do that and then soak it in some wool wash, water with wool wash, that'll yep. help. So there's that. So that's kind of on the holder. Mm -hmm. Now I am traveling to the homeland next week. <laughs> And the homeland being the Caribbean, because there is people, I need your strength, there is a 20-year high school reunion. I did not go to the 10-year reunion. Mm -hmm. Give me strength. I will be seeing my BFF from high school for the first time in about 18 years. Mm -hmm. And she lives in England. And when I was messaging her on Facebook, all she kept doing was complaining of how cold it was. <laughs> So, ta-da, to that end... So, hello, I'm knitting you something. I'm knitting her socks. I started out, actually, knitting her Alice mm -hmm. socks by Patty Waters, but I got halfway down the leg and realized, you know what, the yarn is so variegated. Mm -hmm. It goes everything from white to pale blue to cobalt blue. Yeah, to almost navy blue. Right, you're not really seeing the pattern. And there's some taupe in there, too. So the, there is really no benefit to putting so much effort into the pattern. Yeah. Is this Stocks That Rock? Actually, I believe it is. How can you, you know, I have knit with so much of it. Yeah. Well, I can spot it at a hundred paces. Yeah, I remember Patty actually doing that once to me, and it was in the back room of the cafe that we mm -hmm. go to, in the dim lighting, and I'm sitting across the room from her, and she, she, it was sort of like a sonar, ding, ding, ding. Hey, is that socks that rock? Uh, yeah. <laughs> thought, thought it looked like that, that colorway, and I'm like, dang. So instead, I am knitting zipper socks by Patty Waters because this is something I can easily memorize. Mm -hmm. And if I can, you know, just go at it, my in-between stages of things, I don't have to carry a chart with me. Yeah. Just just make it go because I think I've got like 10 days to make, to make a pair of socks. Yeah. Which to many may not seem like a big deal, but... Again, small child wrangling. S small child <laughs> wrangling, traveling, and I still got a couple of days of work 
to squeeze into that. Yeah. There's boo- there's booze in the eggnog, right? <laughs> At your mother's house? Probably. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> and let's not even mention, speaking of my mother, these. Oh, yes. Conch, creamed conch mittens. The ones that... Yes. Um, the swirly mittens. The swirly mittens. Now, after working on the Hobbit project that shall not be named, you know, the two-color working, stranded working, is a breeze now, but... I just haven't gotten back to it. Yeah. So this is And it does have a chart you need to pay attention to. It does. So this is also something that once I finish BFF's socks, because she's in England and I really want to don't want to have to pay the shipping to England. Yeah. Um just for one pair of socks, I'd really like to hand them to her. Yeah. When I see her. And seeing as I'll be staying in Nassau, I hope to finish my mom's mittens before I have to leave. But guess what? What? I found out. My brother messaged me and says, Hey, I don't know when you land in Nassau, but Fluffy's playing. Do you know who Fluffy is? No. Gabriel Iglesias? Oh, yes. I know who that is. He's playing in Nassau while I'm there. Oh, my God. And I started freaking the freakity frack out. <laughs> and I messaged my dad going, Dad, 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 dad. Yeah, I, I did one of those. Dad, 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 dad. Blah, 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 Atlantis, Fluffy, blah, 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 the 19th, 20th, do we know anybody? Uh, tickets, anybody going? Uh, I'll pay for it. T- my Christmas present to you and my you guys want to go, type of thing. Mm-hmm. And my dad's response was, what? <laughs> so I slowed down and explained it to him. And he says, oh, yeah, I know people who are going to that show. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, do you want to go? Uh-huh. If in case you couldn't tell, my answer would be yes. People, my dad is such one of those old Glaswegian Scots that, you know, lightning in the head doesn't phase him. He sort of, like, just scratches and then just keeps mm-hmm. on going. So, yes, I get my dad's picking up my ticket for the show uh, on Monday. Yeah. A bunch of pi- A bunch of the younger people in the office that he works with are mm-hmm. going, so he's... Letting me tag along with them, <laughs> and I, I'm just ah, I get to see Fluffy. I get to see Fluffy. I get to see Fluffy. Okay, I'm good now. <laughs> you're looking at me like you're expecting me to. Ex- that's not actually. Um, uh, that's yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Hey, you know I've yeah, freaked I out about stuff before. I adore this guy. Yeah. Um, I still need to. This is how I know the world is ending. Ugh. I have told a BFF from college, I'm like, I know what I want to make you, but I can't get it to you in time for Christmas. I can get your boys stuff to you in time for Christmas. I can't get it to you in time. And she basically said, look, my Christmas present will be you to relax and have a vacation. And I'm like, okay, I will order extra sedative Mm -hmm. and a margarita (laughs) and I will get it to you later. But that's real understanding right there. Yeah. But now I gotta, so don't think about that yet. Yeah, I gotta do the, I gotta do the packing knitting because you know you you don't want to be without knitting. Yeah. Even if it's just to hold it and not actually knit with it, you know it's there. Yeah. So you've got to do okay. I Security knitting. I can't run out of projects. <laughs> so I know I need to finish this project, and I've got my mom's knit mittens, and the goal is to finish them before I leave. I need knitting for the for the trip back. Am I gonna have enough time on the trip back? Well, I need to have something for the trip back. <laughs> so, you know, this is what goes on. Even if you're going to be kid wrangling and therefore right. probably not have time to knit. I will knit me a golden lasso and I will hogtie <laughs> that little sucker and put him in the overhead. Stick him in there with an iPad. He won't even he notice. Won't notice. Sorry, I didn't mean lasso. I, I meant lasso. Just, yeah. Just Whichever. Whatever. Moving along. I am sorry. <laughs> Okay, so is that you? That is, I am, yeah, so done. Okay, so basically I have yet again nothing to talk about other than the Scarf of Doom. Because, well, I mean, one, that is my only project. Two, hello, like I've been saying, oh my god, this semester kill me now. Yes, you have been saying that too. But thank hell, semester is over. Mm Mm-hmm. I have a few weeks to relax. I'm going to have, like, three days off, and then, like, one day on, and three days off at work because of the way holidays are scheduled this year. And what stage? I can say that the Scarf of Doom, a.k.a. the There and Back Again 
Story Scarf by Frivolite Handcrafts. Woo! You are at row 794. Out of 810. Oh my god, everybody, raise your glass to Miss Karen. Holy shit. Yes, I am almost done. I have 16 more rows. Um, I also have two fewer days to finish it because, uh, like a couple weeks ago, so, um, (laughs) (laughs) the, the final Hobbit movie, The Battle of Five Armies, actually comes out on Wednesday, December 17th. A couple weeks ago, the company that owns our local theater said, hey, in a number of our theaters, we're going to be having a Hobbit movie marathon on Monday, December 15th, which includes the last movie. So needless to say, I saw this, thought about it for about 30 seconds. <laughs> maybe, okay, maybe slightly longer than that, because I did send an email to people to be like, oh my god, guys. And then I was like, screw it, buying tickets. Especially because it's on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Half the time this sort of stuff is on a day I work. This is on a Monday. The library is closed on Monday. I don't have to work Mondays. Therefore, it's perfect. So, um, yeah. So the marathon is on Monday. <laughs> like this Monday. Now all of a sudden it's like, oh my god. So you this have... It's actually here. Uh, today is Friday. Yes. So you have Saturday and Sunday. Yes. To knit... The 16 six- rows. Yes. Which, bitch, I can totally do. You have been long-distance training. Yes. I can totally do it. I can do a row in... I did two rows on my break tonight, which is 15 minutes. And the last few rows are pretty simple. Like, right now I'm doing the bottom of the treasure chest, Bilbo's treasure chest, which is mainly, like, a couple big sections of color against a couple big sections of background, and there's just one little, like, two-stitch wide thing for the end of Smaug's tail. The last chart is mostly background with, again, just a little bit of Smaug's tail. Yeah. So I am just about done this. Yes, you are. And I am going to wear it. Proudly. (laughs) To the marathon on Monday. I mean, there was part of me that was like, I could still be like, well, I, you know, it wouldn't be that bad if I finished it for the official opening. But I did kind of want to have it done for the marathon because the marathon is all the movies. It's the whole story. The whole thing. Which is on my scarf. <laughs> so, yes. I am totally getting this done. I'm actually planning on going to Toronto tomorrow, See? which means I will have like two hours there, two hours back. Yep. On go bus and train. So providing I am not like squooshed into a seat on every leg of the journey next to someone, I will have more than enough time to finish it. That's awesome. I am actually considering bringing another project. (laughs) Because chances are... You'll finish. I will be finished this one. Son of a bitch. Which, son of a bitch. I cannot believe it. (laughs) So, So... That's like drink worthy. So like, barring anything disastrous happening to this. It spontaneously setting itself on fire, you know. (laughs) The greatest of calamities. Aliens coming and taking it. I will be done. (laughs) Which is kind of amazing to think, because like a few weeks ago I was like, oh god, I'm never getting this done. But yes, so almost at the finish line. So because I might be finished this tomorrow, Mm -hmm. the other project I was thinking of doing, I had a brainwave today, because in the new nitty, which the new ep- the new issue of Nitty, which we'll mention later, there is a pair of socks called the Toriel Socks, which named is- after the character from the Hobbit movies. They're by Josiah Bain, who, by the way, is 15 years old. This is his second pattern in Nitty. Dude has skills, let me tell you. Listen, bub, you are making everyone, all the rest of us, look bad. (laughs) But we're gonna let it slide because he's a Doctor Who fan, a Sherlock fan, and a Lord of the Rings fan. Yes. So, um, yeah. So I was thinking I should really start these once I finish the scarf. I think they're awesome. And then I realized I still have the knit yarn that Awilda sent me. And it matches your shirt. It's close. It's much lighter. <laughs> I just have to try. And it's sort of in a greeny color. It is. And it's from New Zealand. It where is. Where the Hobbit comes from. It's perfect. So, of course, I need to do this. 
in this yarn. So yes, I'll probably wind up at least a skein of this tonight. Speaking of which, I'm in a Wilda's swap. Yes. The Dresden swap. <laughs> yes. Holy nut bars, there are creative people in that swap. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I'll probably take these along just in case I can cast on. I actually printed out the chart tonight so that I can take it with. Oh my god. <laughs> Projects with which are not the scarf. Oh my god. It has been, I literally have not worked on anything else other than one session with the movie socks. I have not worked on anything else besides the scarf since Rhinebeck weekend, mid-October, two months ago. And even before that, at le- for at least the two months before that, I was only working on two projects, the scarf and the sweater. Yep. <laughs> so for like four months, five months, I have not worked on any other project. I think this is the longest bout of Project Monogamy. And it hurts. Yes. And I am ready to sow some wild oats, baby. (laughs) Put on that red lipstick and go walk some corners. Casting on all the things, one night stands everywhere. (laughs) They're going to be piling up in the corner of my room. But they're going to make you feel good. But yes. But when I get done the scarf, too, I also need to start another project. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be somewhat secret, because I am, I'm pretty sure this person does not live, listen to the podcast, but just in case she ever gets a wild hair in her brain to be like, oh, I should check out that podcast that Karen, <laughs> that Karen hosts. I am not going to say what it is I am making. I am sure she suspects already, because she is having a baby. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she probably suspects that I will be knitting something. And indeed I am. I will tell Maggie later. Okay. But I am not mentioning it on the podcast, just in case. So yes, I have secret baby project. That is not for your baby. No. Just clarifying that, because it sounded so wrong. Yeah, definitely not for me. Okay. Thank you very much. Closed for business. Business. (laughs) (laughs) Moving along. Yes, anyway. All right, so... Back Moving the, into Geek Squee. Back into the blanket fort. Yes. Back into the blanket fort because, sweet Jesus, we are not going to talk about this much, but we just wanted to say, OMG, Agents, Agents of, of S.H.I.E.L.D., Shield. the mid-season finale, the... The, the holy crap, Winter Bill. finale, whatever the hell they want to call it now. Wow. Sweet Jesus, I can't. Like, every single time, you probably see me, like, every episode on Twitter being like, oh my god, I can't. Mind explodey, and I just keep doing that. Yep. I can't say anything more, like, more emph- emphatic than that, because it does keep exploding my brain every time, and this time it was totes exploded yep. all over the goddamn place. I will admit, I had a total jaw-dropping moment, and I left my jaw there, sitting on the floor. Yes. <laughs> yes. In case you need, like, non-biased evidence of how awesome this was, IGN has been giving the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., last few Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes, like... 8.3, 8.4, maybe up to like an 8.8 or something like that for the last few episodes. And I think all the episodes of the season. This one they gave a 9.3. Wow. So pretty good. Holy shit balls. Yeah. And I can see why. <laughs> because, dear God, I can't. This was like careening from one set of bruised feels to another. Yes. Like wounds opening and just festering. <laughs> Yes. Everything is awful and everything hurts. Yes. Especially poor Colson's face. <laughs> uh, well, you know, he's the boss. He gets... Come here, Phil. Let me put some ice on that and give you hugs. Yeah, I'm sure people are saying that to Ward, too. There are Ward wh- can eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know my opinions on it anyways. Yes. But there are the ward lovers out there. Yes, and they need to have a come-to-Jesus moment. (laughs) They do. (laughs) They do. We need to have a chat. I do want to give some props out to Mingna. Because she's playing two characters. Yes. And she does it well. Yes, she's amazing. She does the double... I love her so much. She does the... Different personalities, same face, very well. Yes. I'm... And we won't say any more than that. No, I'm not going to say any more than that. Though we should mention, like, one of the reasons I kind of wanted to mention Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is because 
a few weeks ago during a pivotal episode. Very beginning of the episode. They always do the the little, you know, location things during the episode to say where they are. Yeah, yeah. And very beginning of the episode, like back in mid-November, all of a sudden, the location was Rhinebeck, New York. York. Which I was like, what? I know that town. Oh my god. I know that town. That is not that town. That does not look like Rhinebeck. But OMG. Only knitters would know. Yes. I was like, oh god. Why couldn't the agents be going to the New York State Sheep and Wool Festival? <laughs> I want this fic, and I want this now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just imagining them all fighting, finding their niche in all the different... <laughs> Sky sees Coulson working on something intently, and is, is like, are you carving again? He's like, no. Can you see where I made a mistake in this lace pattern? <laughs> I've always had the head cannon that Colson is an itter. That's why he's so calm. I can I can see that. I can get behind that. <laughs> that or some yes. other form of dexterous sort of craft. Yes. I I can get behind that. <laughs> and also I should mention it, within a few weeks, I think the first issue comes out on New Year's Eve actually. There is going to be a Shield comic book which I believe we have mentioned before. Yep. But now we have the actual date of when it's coming out. And oh my god, I want it so bad. <laughs> Because it's going to have Coulson and Fitz and Simmons and May. And in the se- I, they released a few sample scans from the second issue where they meet up with Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel. Oh my god, I cannot wait. All my favorite things in one place. Now all they need is knitting in that episode. In that. Oh my god, please. Please, Marvel. Marvel, you love me. Come on. Do it. Of course, to heal from the fields. Oh my god, Agent Carter. It looks amazing. That I show looks fantastic. Every time it comes on, just just the preview, the like the little ads for the show, are so snappy and witty, and everything like pure Carter pulled right out of the Captain America movies. Yes. It oh my was... God! Awesome lady spy. Yeah. In the nineteen fifties, dear God, I cannot wait for this show. Fucking fabulous. It almost makes it okay that we're going to have to wait until March to find out what happens with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If you can hang on until January 6th. Yes. Just hang on until the 6th. Cannot wait. Yep. Speaking of Marvel properties, we both saw Big Hero 6. Yes! (laughs) Which, oh my god. There are lots of... You do have to sort of prepare yourself for about, you know, 10 minutes of feels at the beginning. Yeah. You may want to bring Kleenex. Just a little bit. It's it's not as it's not as um, I don't want to say bad, but it's not as straight up terrifying the way up and Guardians of the Galaxy was. Yeah, it's not quite as soul destroying as the first ten minutes right. of Up, and I mean that in the best way possible because yeah. that was amazing. But also, dear sweet God, sobbing like in the movie theater. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not quite that, but oh my God, I love this movie so much. I want a Baymax of my own so much. <laughs> I want a Tadashi, actually. <laughs> I have a crush on the big brother. <laughs> well, actually, when I got out of the movie, in the lobby of the movie theater, there was a, a, a you know a standing display for Big Hero 6 with a giant inflatable Baymax. Yep. The amount of restraint I had to use not to just wrap my arms around his big, cushy middle... And hug him so tightly. Why are you making the shifty eyes, Maggie? Nothing. <laughs> Were you at least accompanied by a small child, though? I have pictures of him doing it. <laughs> yes, but did you do it? No, I didn't, because I was too busy shuffling everybody else out of the way, saying, Get out of the way! I'm trying to take a picture of my kid hugging Baymax! <laughs> but yes, in case you somehow missed it, Big Hero 6 is basically about a boy named Hero who lives in San Francisco. Yep. <laughs> It's sort of San Francisco, Tokyo, matched together. It is some sort of, and it's, I'm not quite thinking it's sort of like alternate reality. Slightly. Slightly. And it's basically his and his friend's superhero origin story. Yeah. Except they are superheroes through science. They are nerds. Which I love. Yeah. And he kind of inherits this, this healthcare robot. Robot. Helper named Baymax, who is adorable and giant and... A big marshmallow. Yeah, a giant marshmallow. Basically. And, and adorable and so sweet. 
He is. He even heats up so that he can raise your body temperature. He scans you to say, the the treatment is working. Your life signs are happier. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, Baymax. He's made of vinyl and he's squishy, so he is less threatening. Yeah, he's not like a tin woodman going clank, 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 clank. Yes, he's, he looks big and cuddly. Yes, he's a big marshmallow. There are reasons I have not been to the Disney store since this movie came out, because I, I am not sure I'd be able to resist buying a Baymax plushie, which I would then Squish. hug every night as I sleep. I wonder if Colson has a Baymax plushie. <laughs> the robot is my happy place. <laughs> He's very much actually thinking that he is very, it's very much like Wally. Yes, it is. He is ador- it's adorable and sweet and kind of heartbreaking at times and like, oh, I love it so much. And it has such a, such a really good, there's a really strong sort of message in it about letting go and what you can't, what you can't control, change and what you can't control and that revenge is not the answer. And moving forward. Yes. And moving forward. All of their superpowers come from science. Yes. This is the best part. Like hero meets, they're his brother's friends at the, you know, technical university he goes to. And so these kids are all, like, super smart, and they're all super into science. And the best thing is, there's guys and girls, there are characters of color, there is, I love, I think it's Honey honey Lemon? Honey Lemon. Yeah. She is a total girly girl. Yeah. But love science. Pink and flowers flowers and, like... Kittens, high and, heels, yeah. and but she loves science. science. And then there's, you know, the big beefy guy Wasabi, Wasabi. who is also super like anal retentive. <laughs> oh my god, the ch- the car chase, and he was obeying all of the laws. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, there are no laws in a car chase. And then there's the but then there's the guy who's also sort of the skater guy, Fred. Yes, who is also. Huge into science and actually says at one point, science is awesome. I'm like, oh my God, I love this movie. This movie is everything to me. I remember turning to Aiden at the end of the movie and going, so do you want to build robots when you grow up? He goes, yeah, I'm going to build all of them. (laughs) It's so awesome. Which is great inspiration for kids. Yes. I love it. I love it for that reason so much. Because maybe now he'll stop looking for spiders so that he can get super Spider-Man, you know, powers. <laughs> no, yeah. it doesn't quite work like that, buddy. And I love that, like, they all, and they all become superheroes through, like, their ability to use science to do stuff. Yep. Like, I love Honey Lemon. You know, Honey Lemon's superhero, you know, gadget is a purse, purse. with a heart on it. Except inside that heart is the periodic table, and she punches things in, and it makes... Chemicals that she can use. Chemical bombs. Yes. I love Fred beginning to be like monster shaped. Oh all like, god, Whoop. his like <laughs> his, his dream come true. Yes. Well, he's the superhero nut. Yeah, he is. And I'm gonna have to when I get when that movie comes out on DVD, I'm gonna have to get it and I'm gonna have to like freeze, freeze frame, frame every single part in his room so I can see everything in the background. You saw the Stanley cameo, right? Yes. Yeah. Guys, this is a Disney movie, but it's based on a Marvel property. And there are two rules for Marvel properties. One, you stay until the The very end. end. Two, there is a Stan Lee cameo somewhere in the movie. I spotted it as soon as I saw it, and I think I let out a cackle as soon as I saw it. Yep. Uh, okay. I love it so much. So yes, if Big Hero 6 is still showing in your area, go see it. If it's not, when it comes out on DVD... See it. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Thumbs up. So much. It's it's a happy it's a good happy place. Yeah. Um other things we've been watching. There's a show that just started called The Librarians. It's showing on space right now in Canada. I think it's on TBS in the States. Yeah, it's broadcast on TNT in the States. And basically in this show it it's based on there was a movie, well series of made-for-TV movies that were out in, like, 2004, 2006, and 2008, starring Noah Wiley as a librarian who basically protects this top-secret collection of artifacts that have to do with magic and things like that. So this TV series takes place, like, continues on the events from that. Uh, Basically, these four people were chosen by Noah Wiley to become a new team of librarians 
to recover these kind of artifacts and solve mysteries and things like that. And to protect, keep this, this magic, these magic artifacts and stuff from coming into the wrong hands. It's sort of, it's very Indiana Jones. Okay. It's also kind of cheesy, but I kind of love it for that. I mean, it's kind of like early Doctor Who. Okay. Where it's like, I know this is cheesy, but I love it because of that. And I, I kind of, I kind of have to love it when, when a character says, when a character asks, uh, Noah Wiley's character, how do you know that? He's like, I know everything. I'm a librarian. <laughs> I've only seen the first, I've seen the first episode and then like the half of the second episode. I didn't get a chance to see all of it. But you can already tell that you love it. Yes. I'm already like, I am totally sucked in. Apparently, wow. I just, I'm looking at the, the Wikipedia article for it. Apparently the first two episodes, they were shown together. They had 7.3 million viewers in the States. Wow. Which, not bad. Yay. And the director for the first two series, I'm pretty sure, is one of the guys who did, yes, he is Dean Devlin, along with Roland Emmerich, did Independence Day and Godzilla. So this gives you an idea of exactly what we're looking at. On a TV but but on a TV budget. Okay. The next episode airs on the 14th, and it'll it keep airing until February 1st. There's 10 episodes altogether. Some of those episodes are going to be directed by Jonathan Frakes from Star Trek, Star Trek The Next Generation. But yes, you need to check this out. You very least, at the very least, you guys need to see the trailer, which we'll post a link to. And I cannot wait to see the rest of this series. Cool. It's goofy and fun. And I actually have time now to watch it! Yes, Yay! you do! <laughs> I can tell this is going to be one of those things I'm going to be watching in my pajamas while my day's off around Christmas. Well, in shows that I've been watching, I started watching the show Constantine. I admit I have not read any of the... Mag- I've only read maybe two of the comics mm-hmm. that the show is based off of the lead character, John Constantine. And I'm sure by now everybody knows about uh, the Keanu Reeves movie mm-hmm. of John Constantine. Uh, some people were okay with it, and some people didn't like it, and whatever, whatever. This, this feels really like the DC comic book character. He is ballsy, he is rude, he is, he's straight from Liverpool, he smokes, he drinks, you know, everything to basically make himself as unlikable as possible. Mm -hmm. Total jackass. Uh, some people are criticizing it for not being dark and bloody enough. Mm-hmm. I'm like, guys, you can only do so much in a certain time slot. Yeah. And there is some benefit... Unless you're going HBO here. Yeah. There is some benefit to being mentally dark. Yeah. You know, you may not get as much blood and arterial spray, but... Yeah. Being mentally dark is just as twisted. Yeah. As is the way of things, it may be on the chopping block. Yeah. Because it... I think it aired late... Mm-hmm. Like, it started later? Yeah, it started later. They had to make their decision whether to keep it or not on a smaller pool of episodes yeah. having been viewed. So this is very much a Dresden Firefly kind of scenario where we may only get one season out of it. Yeah. Boo! Because, dang it, I actually really kind of like it. <laughs> Oh, well, we, you know, people can't, are can't, there is all the memes going across, you know, social media and stuff of save Constantine, and we will see how well it works. Yeah, but we'll I see think, what happens. I think it's really good. <laughs> well, we should mention, too, even though it's actually, it's, you know, not exactly news at this point, but yes, we did see that the new Star Wars trailer has come out. yippee ki <laughs> Maggie has issues with Star Wars. <laughs> Thanks to Thanks to past experiences, past and, associations and, and with it. Just moving on with life. <laughs> but yes, I have seen a number of people freaking out about this. One of my friends who really loves Star Wars, I emailed her as soon as it came out. She's like, "Oh my god!" Just freaking out at me, which was hilarious. As long as long as they're happy. Yes, I have seen much discussion. On the internet about a certain lightsaber, which is a, which appears in it. Yep, I've seen so possibly that too. my favorite thing about that is all the uh, variations that people have been doing, including the Christmas tree variation of it. <laughs> have you seen the uh, lightsaber walker? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. I did also see the lightsaber Swiss Army knife, though. Oh, that's brilliant! <laughs> 
So yes, I'm sure we will be getting lots more new trailers and stuff before that movie comes out. And just quickly mentioning, because we've already been talking about The Hobbit and stuff so much tonight, in case you missed it, so uh, Sir Christopher Lee has released a heavy metal Christmas single. You know who Christopher Lee is, right? Saruman. Yeah. Basically. Saruman the White. Yeah. He, he was the uh, evil wizard. He's been releasing Christmas heavy metal songs yearly since 2012. He's 92 years old, Rock and on. he has been participated in other heavy metal albums. Rock on, dude. Yeah, in collaboration with guitarist Hedras Ramos, or Ramos, Darkest Carol's Faithful Sing is his fourth album and third Christmas single, apparently a spin on Hark the Herald Angels Sing, according to Entertainment Weekly. I am going to have to hear some of this. Last year, uh, his single, Jingle Hell... Made its way to number 18 on the Billboard chart. <laughs> yeah, this is this is going to be interesting. I haven't listened to it yet, because metal is not exactly my thing, but I might have to, just because, okay. Christopher Lee is a gift that keeps on giving. It is. He's just, like, this crazy renaissance, renaissance man who, like, he served in, like, he was in the British Secret Service yes. in the Second World War. Yes. And, like, served with Ian Fleming, who wrote the James Bond book. Yep. He is a legendary badass. He continues to be a badass even at 92. Yes, he does. Okay, so shall we move into Cravings, Covets, and Crushes? Let's do it. Okay, so the main first main thing, really, is we have a new winter nitty. And as usual, we'll just mention the things that sort of caught our eye. I had a few things. Wave deck is really nice. The wave deck shawl is really pretty. It's a pie-shaped shawl. And I think it's done in like a DK weight. I so. had that inclination as well, which means it would knit up a little bit faster mm-hmm. than a lot of other shawls. I love the overlapping sort of curvature of the the eyelet bits. They look sort of like overlapping feathers or something. And it's on a 4.5 millimeter needle. And I think it uses like a DK, sport or DK. So that would work up pretty fast. Yeah. And then I like the heritage cowl, which is sort of a checked or gingham kind of pattern uh-huh. using color work. And it just looks cozy and warm. Does that kind of qualify as feral? Because you're only using two colors per... Well, it's stranded. Okay. Knitting. Fair Isle is really a specific style of, like, designs and things like that. Of course, we already mentioned the Toriel socks. Yep. Rock on, bro. I like the Minetta sweater, too. I did like this one. Yes. It's just a very classic design. The way she's wearing it and stuff, the way it was done there, it looks almost slightly retro. It reminds you of, like, sweaters from the 40s or 50s. That's true. And it's just got that nice little cable pattern going up each side of the front. Very Peggy Carter. Yes. Now I want to do a sort of retro-styled sweater (laughs) inspired by Peggy. I would say I'm sorry, but I'm not. Bright red like her lipstick. And her hat. And the blood of her enemies. (laughs) The only one with this one is it's a raglan sleeve, and I'm not sure how good that would look on me. I kind of need more in the shoulders or different sort of shoulder to help balance out the hips. But, oh my god, I forgot about this one. Dr. Quackers. Look at the cute little ducky. It's a little ducky plushie. Isn't that adorable? You know what? What? I bet you could adapt that to be a Baymax. I could. It's the right shape and everything. Mm-hmm. I bet you could. He's even got that little pear shape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, girl. Um, yeah, I might have to do that. <laughs> There's some pretty color worky stuff in here, too. The tourbillon. Tourbillon. Tam is really pretty. Yeah, see, that's sort of fair isle patterning, mm-hmm. like the, the stars and stuff like that. That is not TV knitting, though. No, definitely not. Something else I want to cast on. Something TV knitting worth? No, I like color work. Uh, like stranded color work. Something more than two colors and double knit? Yes. Mm. Something which feels like it will move faster because I'm not going forward, back, forward, back, forward, back, forward, back all the time. There's some pretty pretty cowls in here. I like the kayak cowl. So yes, there is some nice stuff in there, as usual. And it's not helping my, my need to work to knit all the things. You said you were going to sew your oats. Yeah, but I gotta finish the scarf first. Oh, okay. Okay, and then another couple quick little mentions. I wanted to mention an artist that I saw at the One of a Kind show in Toronto. She's a potter or ceramicist named, I th- I'm guessing at the pronunciation here, Micah Sharon, if you go to M-A-A-I-K-E-C-H-A-R-R-O-N dot com, she makes bowls and mugs and decorates them with this little robot character. And they are adorable. And we know this for a fact because... Because I got one. I need another mug like I need another hole in my head. 
But I was like, okay, I will donate two of my Starbucks mugs to make room for this one. I did not want to leave. Especially because she has a few with a little robot with knitting. Oh and mine on the back says, Robot discovers cables are surprisingly easy. I saw another one that said, Robot drops a stitch or other things. And she has like the little robot making little facial expressions. Well, it, expressions using the eyebrows, eyebrows. basically. But In it this is case, good. a little it is good. exclamation mark on, above its head. It's adorable. And I'm assuming she's a knitter too because I spotted some knitting. On the chair, sort of behind her, her display. But yes, if you go to her blog, you can see the different things that she's got, or some at least some pictures of the some of the things that she's done. I wasn't able to find an online store for her. She sells her stuff in some of the the shops near her in Newfoundland, and I think she's got links to them on her blog. But I. from what I saw, I don't think any of them were doing online sales. But I did see a comment from somebody to one of her recent posts about the one of a kind show saying that, Oh, I can see the thing that I kind of, I, you know, after I left, I really wish I'd gotten. And she said, well, you know, send me an email and we can work it out, work out sending it to you. So if you really wanted a mug or something, um, you could probably email her and ask like, okay, is there anywhere I can buy your stuff online? Question mark. And, you know, maybe work something out. There's a lot of really cute little designs. There's the ones with the robot holding a little heart-shaped balloon. The style of the mugs and most of the pottery is that they are white on the outside, and the interior are all of these bright colors. Yeah, mine is bright blue on the inside. You can see in the top, looks like robot is walking a dinosaur or watching a butterfly fly by. Yeah, she does have a gallery on her website. So in the right-hand sidebar at the top, you'll see a little thing for gallery. Oh, robot tea set! Robot avec dinosaur. Oh, and he's having a tea party with the, the dinosaur. dinosaur. Oh, there's a there's little, a knitting. little knitting robot. Robot avec un balloon. Some of the, the words on it are in French, some are in English. They're so cute! Yeah, like I said, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I have to have this. <laughs> I need this to be mine. And then finally, if you're looking for a last-minute place... Well, no guarantees you'll get it before the holidays, but if you're ever looking at, like, some of the stuff for, like, San Diego Comic-Con or New York Comic-Con and seeing the stuff about, like, con-exclusive things and being like, damn it, I wish I could get one of those. Well, the company that supplies this stuff or vends at these places and does the exclusives for Marvel and other places, Read Pop Supply Company has a website. Nice! Where you can find some of this stuff. They might not have all the exclusives. There might be some stuff which is just for the cons, or they might have, like, limited stock, so they might have it for a little while after they get back, but not have it in their store permanently. You can find it at R-E-E-D-P-O-P-S-U-P-P-L-Y-C-O co.com including chicago comic entertainment expo stuff from her universe which is geeky stuff aimed towards women uh marvel new york comic-con star wars celebration and if you look at marvel they have lots of stuff for all the different marvel properties including agents of shield ladies ssr t-shirt glow the glow in the dark scratch uh disc carving keep calm and call agent may you got They've got stuff for Guardians of the Galaxy. Shield Hydra changing shirt. But they've got glassware and stuff like that. But the thing that uh, I saw and which I got and is on its way to me, dear God, please get here already, is the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. reversible tactical messenger bag. Nice! So it's reversible. It's got a Hydra logo on one side and S.H.I.E.L.D. logo on the other side. Needless to say, I will be wearing it with a S.H.I.E.L.D. logo showing. And it's got tons of pockets. Look at all those pockets. Wow. I got it during their Black Friday sale when they had like 25% off. Does this mean you get a lanyard? <laughs> I didn't buy a lanyard to go with it. But yes, as you can see, there's all sorts of pockety things. Yeah. I cannot wait for it to get to me. Wow. I want it so bad. It would be really nice to have for tomorrow. But it's not going to be here. How long ago did you order it? Well, I ordered it Black Friday, so like mm-hmm. a little over two weeks ago. Okay. Of course, it took a little while for them to ship it out because Black Friday, complete yeah. insanity. But yes, so Reed Pop Supply Co., like I said, they have lots of merch for 
cons and Marvel and things like that. So go take a look. There were a few t-shirts I was tempted by, but I just stuck with the bag. So yes, I think that's, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah. Because this is going to be a long episode to catch up, but we will try to record again soon-ish. We w- might do a Skype recording. Yeah, a Skype recording would be would be best. I can discuss with you, but I was kind of thinking, like, at some time during the holidays, it might be nice to do a little, like, Google Hangout or something. Sounds good. With listeners. What do you guys think? <laughs> you want to do a virtual Hangout? That sounds like fun. Yeah, it does. I want to do it. We'll have to find a good time zone, to, time to do it, so that numerous time zones can participate. True. But we'll look into it, and if we, you know, end up working it out, we will do that. We'll announce it on, like, the Twitter feed and on the Ravelry group and stuff. So we will let you know. Okay. And because this is probably the last time before, well, we might still see still see everybody in the Hangout. Well, I'm thinking the Hangout would be probably just after, after or in between holiday. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm going to say it anyways. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. I know Hanukkah has already passed. Yep. Hope you had a good Hanukkah if you celebrate. And for all the people who do not like Christmas, because I I found out actually recently my trainer at the at the gym does not like Christmas, so I I wish her a very happy post Halloween season. Yes. Happy Yule. Happy Yule and happy Saturnalia and happy all of those things. Happy yes. winter time. Yes. And Happy New Year, In case, just in case we don't get another podcast out before the New Year. And we'll talk about resolutions and, you know, how we don't need them in the New Year. <laughs> I think I have, I have been a good girl and resolved to keep working on this damn scarf. I think for the New Year I can forego. <laughs> so All anyway. Right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find old episodes or our show notes at our blog. Knit1geek2.emptypockets.org. That's K-N-I-T-1 G-E-E-K 2 dot M-T dash P-O-C-K-E-T-S dot O-R-G. You can also find them at our Ravelry group. Just search Knit1geek2 in Ravelry's groups feature. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can leave a comment at the blog, comment on our Ravelry group, or you can send us an email at knit1geek2 at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter at knit1geek2. Thanks, and keep geeking on.